The word that God has laid on my heart to discuss with you this morning, inevitably, you very much part of it. You fit snugly into that word somewhere, somehow. But I've heard somebody said this past weekend, and I've just discussed it with uh, Janine, and she says, my, oh, my, what an interesting way of looking at it. And this person said, there's a lie that has been told about family. And that is that family is all about blood. Then this individual said, it is not blood. It is loyalty, trust, and love that bounds us. Loyalty, trust, and love that makes up a family. And that intrigued me, and I thought about that. Because in my life, somebody many years has spoke many years ago spoke these words into my life: that family and fish are very much the same; they stay fresh for three days. That's now the in-laws and the outlaws and all the laws, but they stay fresh for three days, and inevitably there are strife in family. There are family conflict. I want to find out from you this morning, how would you define family? What would you say is family? We are born physically into a family, a physical family. You are just born into it. But when we are born into a spiritual family, you are part of a much bigger family. What is your expectation of a family? How do we handle conflict in family? What do we do? Am I mistaken? When I've listened to this person this weekend that says, well, it's a lie. It's not blood that bounds us. But then again, much of what is written in God's word wouldn't be true, isn't it? You find it right in the beginning. God creating one man and one woman, and by that one man and woman, children are born into a family. The Bible, very clear that it is a physical family. And by blood, we are bound, whether you like it or not. Yes, very much part of it is loyalty, trust, and love. But if you think of your own family right now, as you listen to this radio broadcast, do you experience your family to be a safe haven, a place of love? Do you experience your family a place of trust? Do you experience your family a place of loyalty? So, so important. What does the Bible have to say about a family conflict? Well, it's as old as Humanity itself. You know what? The Bible starts with sibling rivalry. In the very first family ever. You remember the story of Cain and his brother Abel in Genesis 4. Genesis 4 and 3 to 8. In the course of time, Cain brought to the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground. And Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock. And they fat portions, and the Lord regarded regard for Abel and his offering, but for Cain and his offering he had no regard. And out of that, a terrible story happened. Somebody once said, 
Imagine going to church, appearing before God, worshiping God, and right after the service, you murder your brother. That's pretty much what happened here. There's other examples, maybe not that extreme, but family conflict is a reoccurring theme in the Bible. Have you heard of the, 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 the woman Atalia killing her children and grandchildren so that she could seize the throne? Yes, it's coming from your Bible. Scares the living daylights out of you when you read these things. Second Kings in verse 11, go and read about it. Jesus' own mother and brothers becoming embarrassed by his preaching. Then Mark 3 and verse 21. Ample examples of family conflict. What happens when family members treat their flesh and their blood as liabilities instead of blessings? And immediately as you listen to this radio broadcast this morning, you, you feel, yeah, I, I, I'm being treated like a liability. But how are you treating other family members in your family? Some family conflicts are inevitable in our world of brokenness and sin. Some will reject Christ, while others will accept Him out of the same family. This happens within families. I'm going to share something with you that will possibly absolutely shock you. But Jesus, the Prince of Peace Himself, warned us of this type of family conflict. Did you know that? He says, do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against a mother, a daughter-in-law against a mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be the member of his own household. That is not scriptures you want to hear this morning. You might say, well, it makes absolutely imperfect sense in my house. We see it here. In Matthew 10 and verse 34, those are the words of Jesus. And so in Micah 6 and verse 7, For the sons treat the fathers with contempt. The daughters rise up against the mothers. The daughter-in-laws against the mother-in-law. You see, it's a concept in the Old Testament. It's a concept in the New Testament. We see evidence of family conflict everywhere. When one's family members embraces Christ and another family member rejects the way of holiness, it results in family conflict. <laughs> yeah, it kind of gets wobbly at home, doesn't it? My brother, my sister, the Lord so laid it on my heart to speak to you about a family. What is it like in your family? Would you rather be part of another family this morning? Or are you happy to bring about the change that we so desire in family? Because family relationships have an even greater potential for conflict than, than other relationships. God gave some clear commands for every family member. And truth remains, when we defy those commands, family conflict will erupt. You know what the Bible says when it comes to family? Listen, husbands, listen. For husbands and wives, the Bible details specific instructions. Husbands are to love their wives. Yes, you, sir, are to love your wife as they love their own bodies. 
Somebody said to me this uh, past weekend, you know, with the upcoming so-called Valentine's Day, you know what? We should go into sackcloth and ash and fast for the whole day, so-called Valentine's Day. Because people no longer honor and respect one another, husbands and wives. Husbands, you are to love your wife as you love your own body. That's not Vainan saying that. That's not Radio Pulpit saying that. It's the Word of God saying that. In Ephesians 5 and verse 25 to 29. That he might sanctify her, ever having cleansed her by the washing of the water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or anything as such. And so the world is watching us. Husbands, how do you speak to your wife? When last have you said, I love you, my sweetheart? Can you still remember that first day that you fell in love with her, that you asked her to marry you, that you, you took her to church and made a covenant with God, I'm willing to die for this woman. As Christ has died for his bride. You see, God giving us clear instructions as family members. Wives, yes, I'm talking to you, are to respect the leadership position of their husbands. Ephesians 5.22, you can read it all the way up to uh, 24. Woman, modern day woman, don't like these scriptures. When the Bible says, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. His body, and is himself its savior. Now as the church submit to Christ, so also wives should submit. To your husbands. What does the Bible say about children? Children are to obey their parents in everything. Ephesians 6 and verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. And those parents, you and I, we are to bring up our children in the fear of the Lord. Raise them in the presence of God. Grandparents are to delight in grandchildren. And to share their wisdom with them. Proverbs 17, 6 says that. Grandchildren are the crown of the age. And the glory of children is their fathers. And so the Bible gives us very, very clear instruction. You see, when families align their homes and their practices with Scripture, and I've said it often. The Bible is the blueprint for happy living, for happy families. Yes, there will be conflict. There will be occasional conflict and occasions of family conflict, but in due time it will diminish. God compares His church to a family. Did you know that? So the rules to the church on Interpersonal relationships also apply to individual families. Every child of God is to respond to other Christians as a brother, as a sister. Do we? Romans 12.10 talk about it. 1 Peter 3.8 talks about it. The church is to avoid discord, is to avoid jealousy. The church is to avoid fits of rage, self-ambition, slander, gossip, arrogance. That's all things we see nowadays. Therefore, we are living in the last days. 2 Corinthians 12 and verse 20 talks about that. And so should families. I know we talk about sibling rivalry. 
and that there's jealousy and self-ambition, but we find it amongst our own families. Slander, gossip, arrogance, disorder. James 4.11 says, Brothers, do not slander one another. Sisters, can I add that? Do not speak evil against one another. The one who speaks evil against a brother or judges his brother, speak evil against the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. As you listen to this radio broadcast this morning, we're talking about families starting at home. A rule of thumb is that if we could not treat a highly respected friend in a certain way, then we won't treat our family members in that same way either. I want to talk to you about healthy families. Healthy families. How would you describe your family? Is it a healthy family? I'm just talking about your immediate, the woman to which you sleep next, your children in your house. Healthy families provide a safe place for every member. A safe place to express his or her feelings, his or her thoughts, his or her opinions, his or her desires. It should be a safe place. It should be a place where you come home from the battles of the world, close the door, and it should be a safe place where you can speak freely and say, this has happened to me today. I want to say this. Families don't have to agree on everything in order to maintain the harmony. And the absence of family conflict is not necessarily a sign of a healthy family. Some families are ruled by uh, authoritarian strictness. Others refuse to allow any type of discussions. We get families like that. But God designed the family to be a place where you as a member feel loved, where you as a member feel valued. And if you listen to this radio broadcast this morning, maybe you're thinking back of your childhood days. And that wasn't the case. But you can change it right here, right now. Where differences can be acknowledged and respected. And where inevitable conflicts are peacefully resolved. There will be conflicts. How do we resolve them? You know what? Through dealing with family conflicts, we can learn humility. We can learn kindness. We can learn patience. We can learn the fruit of the Spirit. Love. Love and self-control. The Bible speaks about the fruit of the Spirit. By their fruit they will be known. That's how you know whether mom or dad is children of God. Whether your brother is a child of God. Whether your sister is a child of God. They will exercise love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control. Trades that will benefit us all as we interact with our brothers and our sisters. In the family of God. In the family of God. We should call each other friends. We should call each other brother and sister. We should turn to God's word. If you're struggling with your family this morning, I'm just thinking of Noah. Noah that built the ark, a safe haven for his family. He saved his family. I'm, I'm quite sure they had strife as well. Come, we need to go build that boat. 
<laughs> and, and, and the sons had no say. They just had to go and work. But you know what? Noah created through one man. God saved the whole family. You can be that one man. You can be that one woman. It says, from this morning, this day, I will bring about a change. I will spend time on my knees in my inner room, close the door. From this day forth, I will intercede, beg and plead the Lord for the lives of my family members, saved or unsaved. And yes, I understand there will be strife. There will be conflict. But it can be resolved in an amicable way, in a peaceful way. Conflicts can be resolved. But you start with prayer first. Are you willing to be that change that you so desire to see in our country? Are you willing, if you're on your way to the divorce court this morning because you had enough, are you willing to say, Lord, I have not given you a chance? Galatians 2.20, Lord, I have been crucified with you. That means I'm willing to die to self. How is it that people who call themselves Christian are willing to divorce and walk away from one another, not willing to die to self? Ultimately, this life will come to an end and you will stand before God for how you treated your wife, how you treated your husband, how we treated our children. And how we raise them. You see, families are bound by blood. But part of that is loyalty, is trust, is love. And you and I have a responsibility to live that amongst our family members. The fruit of the Spirit, as I shared with you. Love, joy, Peace, just think of that in your own home. Love, joy, peace, patience, it is possible. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, it is possible in your household. And I want to say this to you. There's a dying world watching how you treat your family members, what your family life is like. In your neighborhood, you are known. Onlangs vir een man gesê, ek gaan nou vir die dertigste jaar, not because I'm fancy and good, but by the grace of God, with my wife, one and only, first one, for 30 years, not because I'm fancy or any, anything better than you are, but by the grace of God, if you stay in God's word, you will stay in your marriage. And be the example. Lead your family members to the Lord Jesus Christ as well. Shall we go to the Lord in prayer and ask Him, Father God, and as we come to you in prayer this morning, we submit our families to you, Lord. It is about blood. Thank you, Jesus, bringing us and giving us the concept of family life through blood. It is right there in your word, right there from the beginning. But also part of family and blood is loyalty, trust and love. Your words is love God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and your neighbor as yourself. Lord, starting with our own households, help me to die to self. Help me to die to self. 
to treat my wife and my husband with respect. To treat my children with respect. Heere, om die vrug van die geest te dra in my huishouding. Help me in hierdie morgen. Dank je voor een nieuwe dag, so that we can start afresh and anew. That we can be a new family with a new daybreak. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and Amen.